week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Flatliners, Will and Grace, Shania Twain, and Sex and the City 3. That's my goober of the week. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. <laughs> That's my goober. What's up? Um, I'm just recovering. I electrocuted myself 10 minutes ago. Z- Bad. Z- oh, you're wearing Sean Mendes shirt. Yeah, I've never seen you wear that, I don't think. Other than like the day you got it. You know, a fan designed it. I love that. It's a nice shirt. Me too. It's comfy. Do you... Yeah, I don't need to go into that. What? No, I lo- I just love it. <laughs> I was like, do you think that he made that because he knew boys would be coming? Well, that's a good question. Do you I'm think girls think... also buy that shirt? Of course they yeah. do, yeah. Also, this is the only one that was left. So oh. not a lot of people were buying it. Oh. <laughs> Everything else, I think, had him on it. Yeah. Would you wear a shirt with his face on? Oh, yeah. Christmas. <laughs> um, anything exciting this week? Just moving. Electrocuted myself. That's it. What that was the you? thrill of the week. Electrocuting yeah. yourself. <laughs> Hung out with my mom all day today. Aww. Which was fun. And that. The best news was that um, we had to go to Ikea three times. But it was great. Twice, actually. You got a, uh, an ice cream cone? No. No snacks? A chocolate bar. Mm, is it good? Yeah. Very good. Um, they sell some Swedish fish there. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> um, they also have Pepsi. I'll never be able no, to get No, actually, Pepsi. they don't sell any of that anymore. So it's like fake drink. It's like fake soda. Yeah, it's Ikea brand. <laughs> Even worse. Like Mendocino Farms, I love, but they don't have real sodas. Yeah. It's like sugar cane. Make a fake throat noise. <laughs> Speaking of, the first thing we're talking about is flatliners. You only saw it, so don't spoil it. Well, first of all, you've seen the trailer. It's spoiled. They all die. No, Ellen Page. It stars Ellen Page. A Who's boy. the mixed girl? Mm-hmm. She Nina looks Dobrev. Okay. Garcia. Yes. What's his name? <laughs> Gail something. No, that's the other one. That's the guy from Mozart in the Jungle. This is the one from Milk. Yes. Oh, Diego Luna. Yes. I met him. Okay, he... Look, we'll just get into it. And then the white guy that I don't know, but I should... I, he looks familiar, but I don't know The who ginger. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, obviously is in shape, but just... I was like, how many times can they show him shirtless in one movie? Sure. Okay, it's not good. Period. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. It has zero on Rotten Tomatoes, which was very hyped over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now Patrick was just telling us it has like a three. Mm-hmm. And was it that bad? No. I think my biggest problem with it was how did they get real actors to be in a movie like that and it not be very good? It's a remake. It's a remake of a Julia Roberts movie with Kiefer Sutherland that I was reading earlier. It didn't was not meant to do well when it came out. Julia Roberts was just so famous, and the two of them were dating at the time, mm-hmm. so it got it became big. Oh, like it didn't open big; it got terrible reviews at the time. Like it was not meant to do well. Interesting. Um, also, Kiefer Sutherland is in the movie, which is not a spoiler because he's in the whole movie, like in the first scene. He has the you know Jordan said we need to make a wi- uh, wigs Instagram of uh-huh. the worst wigs in Hollywood. There's our first Instagram. I mean, he looks like. A clown. I mean, just terrible. Absolutely terrible. He was terrible in the movie. Um, 
But Ellen Page, I just kept looking at her thinking, how did you go from Juno to this? Like, how do you get here? Yeah. She also doesn't do a lot of mainstream movies. Not at all. So why this? Why? How did she end up in a movie with Nina Dobrev? I don't know. Who's absolutely terrible, but stunning. Like, literally a gorgeous human. Were the trailers bad? They showed the same mess. Happy Death Day, which actually I want to see now. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't I really was good. Uh. It was like the same show as we've seen a hundred times. So I just don't, I tuned out. Um, yeah, it just was so, I mean, there were so many things I like Ellen Page and makeup always freaks me out. Yeah. The fact that she was like a doctor, but she had these like weird heels. I was like a doctor doesn't prance around the hospital and like healed boots. Like they like, advertised it as a, like a horror that, and movie. That's, that's what I was going to say. They it never figured out its genre yeah. until too late, and then if you're going into it watching it as a horror movie, yeah. it's a terrible horror movie. Is it like a sci-fi movie? It needed to be a thriller, like yeah. a psychological thriller, but they tried to do very like sticky, like the grudge kind of horror, where it's like you know, like a little gross, uh, a lot of like people painted in like gray mm-hmm. ghost makeup, like the girl in the rain. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it just, uh, it wasn't <laughs> scary enough to be a scary movie. It sure. wasn't well thought out enough to be a psychological thriller. Yeah. And they also tried to keep it funny and like a little light. Yeah. It just, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't know its genre. It didn't know its audience. And the actors, no matter how good they are, that guy, we couldn't think of his name, what's his name? Diego Luna. He's fin- he's a, obviously a good actor and was doing the best he could do. Yeah. He has a terrible haircut. But, like, what can you do? Even when you're in a bad movie, it's like being in you the middle of the that. ocean exactly. without a float. It's exactly. like you're just sort of sitting there wiggling your legs. Helpless. Exactly. Is Ellen wor- Page is a good, it, I, I enjoy her watching her, but this was not it. Is it worth just seeing for fun? It's worth seeing on Netflix. In your bed. In your bed when there's literally nothing else to choose. On a rainy day. There are a million other movies just like that if you want to watch them like that that are better. Okay. I'll take it. Okay, next we're going to talk about Shania Twain. I know you don't care. (laughs) Shania Twain has a new CD. Who, me or the audience? Well, let me just say this. Shania Twain's is going to be number one. And it came out the same weekend as Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato. Both A-list pop stars. Yeah, but she's one of the highest grossing female artists of all time. Yeah, but she hasn't had a song, a song in 15 years. So of course it's going to be number one. That's exi- that's the perfect equation. If Kelly was gone for 15 years, she'd be number one. She probably won't be number one this time. I don't doubt it. You're rude. <laughs> Why are you so mean about Kelly? She's so good. Did you watch the video I posted the other day? No. No. Of course, too busy watching reaction videos like kittens dumping a bag of grass. And you're like, oh my god, this is so funny. Um, anyway, Shania Twain has a new CD called Now. You listened to the song, that for the first one, at the time. No, I didn't. We listened to it in the car or in the house at some point. Mm-mm, I wasn't there. Alright, here's all I have to really say about it. It sucks. No, it doesn't suck. Shania Twain is obviously amazing. And she understands the type of, uh, She understands who she is and what she is. She's wearing like three hairs too much leopard in all her promo. Sure. It's like we get it. Yeah. That was your thing. <laughs> but like you you can't you can only reference your old career so many times without it seeming like 
you're like, like grasping exactly yeah. like jennifer lopez can't wear that green dress sure. over and over and over or it's not fun anymore it's not cute anymore yeah it, that's something you do one time and she does it on the album cover and it, she looks stunning mm-hmm. so it's like you don't need to do it everywhere you go was she wearing leopard when you saw her in person yes yes and also on America's Got Talent, she wore this gold dress and had a string going from the end of her arm sleeve to the bottom of her dress so that it stayed like fluff oh, yeah. around yeah. the whole time. And I thought, you're not in Vegas. Like, this is a, co- it looks like a costume. She looked silly. She performed on America's Got Talent? She was on the finale. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had big people this time. America's Got Talent really has ratings. I did not know that until this year. All because of Tyra. Yeah, probably probably not, but it is weird her and Heidi Klum are in the same room. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That is odd to think about. Um, so, oh, what I wanted to say about Shania Twain is pop country mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Nope. It didn't exist when she was making it in the 90s and early 2000s. Name a Shania Twain song. Man. Yeah. Is that um, what it's called? No, it's called Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Get it? Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's clever. But she was pop... It's like Taylor Swift. Right. You know, that style of country on pop radio didn't exist, but Taylor existed. Back in the 90s, Shania and Faith Hill existed, but that wasn't a genre that they could have played in but for so long. Mm -hmm. And Faith Hill's CD, and Leanne Rimes has the same struggle sometimes too, is that it doesn't need to be country. I mean, it doesn't need to be pop. It just needs to be country. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, she's a country artist. Sure. People who buy her CD want country music. She's Canadian, though? She's Canadian, and I didn't realize how thick of an accent she had until she's been doing this. That video you sent me the other day? Oh, on Did CBS? you listen to it? No, I meant to today. Oh, yeah, it's a good interview. You should watch it. But she sounds very, like, Chris Sallo Canadian. That's weird. Um, so it just, like, you know, it it I don't get it. I don't get why she, I don't get when people make CDs like that, like, that what she's making is perfectly fine music. Yeah. It's just not a real genre of music. Right. And it won't get her anywhere. Yeah. It's perfect for the moment. It's Shania Twain has a new CD. Here it is. And she obviously doesn't need any help booking appearances and stuff. She's Shania Twain. I mean, there were a ton of people yesterday lined up for her. It'll be day. another 15 years? No. But I don't think she'll have a single hit off this album. Because there are no songs. I listened to it four times now. All the way through, there is not one song I can hear them playing on the radio other than the first one, uh-huh. and they didn't play it. I just don't get it. It's like not a real genre, so of course they're not going to play it. It Lord has that problem a little bit, sure, in a different way. It's like that genre of music. She doesn't want to be alternative. Yeah. She wants to be pop. Yeah, but like that, you know. Yeah, it's like it's a weird way. Tug of war. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to talk about Will and Grace. Yikes. Don't say that. Will and Grace returned this year after a lot of years off the air. It was on for eight seasons. You've never seen an episode. No. You've ever seen like a clip of an episode? The only thing I've ever seen ever is on Tumblr of Megan Mullally sipping that wine. (laughs) Or no, that's not even her. Who is that? That's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I've never seen anything from... She has cancer. I know, that's sad. I can't talk about it. That is really sad. Y'all don't even want her to win the Emmy anymore. <laughs> that wasn't even her. I was. It was. Yeah, that was from Seinfeld. So I don't think oh. I've seen anything. Okay. No, the, I did see one. Okay. The credit card thing. Oh yeah. So dumb. Okay, Will and Grace is definitely dated. 
not dated in the way of Full House to Fuller House. I will I will say this, and I'm not a good judge about stuff like this a lot of times because I just want to see the four of them standing in a room together. Yeah. That is exciting enough for me to want to watch it. Sure. Full House, Fuller House, I will watch all the time because I even though I didn't watch Girl Meets World because I just felt old and weird. It was like too kiddy. I felt like creepy. Yeah, I mean the main... It was a child. Yeah, it, they like barely focus on it. The yeah. Fuller House is obviously aimed towards people who totally. are of our age, especially the newer ones. They go more and more into like adult stuff. Yeah, and I'm putting adult very lightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's just fun to watch those people be in the same world together. I didn't love the first episode. I hated it. Well, that's not your kind of thing to begin with. No. Name a multi-camera sitcom that you watch that you like. None. I don't think. I can't think of a single one. I don't think I've even watched one. Big Bang Theory. I've never seen an episode of it. Seinfeld. Never seen an episode. Friends. I would say I enjoy Friends, but I I, I couldn't like sit and watch fifteen thousand episodes. Yeah. You know. Mm. No. It's just not your thing. No. Also, you didn't... That is a very dated kind of thing. They don't really make a lot of those anymore. No. And you weren't watching TV like that at that time. I love Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I That's in the 50s. We're throwing it back. Um, I thought the first episode was okay. It, there were some funny moments. Obviously, the four of them were as gray as they always are. Karen's wigs were unacceptable <laughs> on every level. She looked 200 years old. And not because she looks old, but because her wigs were so bad. It sort of looked... Yeah, it was just bad. Also, Hugh Hefner was not a, a hero. He was a nasty old man. Did you read about What's Her Face's book when it came out? Who, Holly? Yeah. Mm-mm. And she talked all about him. He's nasty. Of course he's gross. He's he was, 90 he's years old. He's basically treating these people like slaves in his house. Yeah. And yeah, that does not make me root for him when he dies. I mean, rest in peace, but ew. What's interesting, though, is that obviously there's motivation behind it, but he, I did not know, was uh, like a financial supporter of the Roe vs. Wade thing from the Supreme Court in the 70s or whenever that was. I had no clue. Good and that's him. obviously the law of the land. Yeah. So that does not erase the fact that he's probably despicable. But Yeah. Um, and just all these people posting, oh my god, my hero has died. I was like, I will never post that until Oprah is dead. He also apparently saved the Hollywood sign. Oh, no, I did read that. Yeah. Um, but again, nothing. Those are not things to warrant him a hero. Yeah. He also paid $50 for those nude pictures of Marilyn Monroe. She never posed for Playboy. Mm -hmm. He bought them. And she never saw a penny of that image. Poor Marilyn. And now he's getting buried next to her. Yeah. Ooh, but I've ever told you about her grave. Yeah, with people lipsticks. It's like pink from where they wipe off the lipstick every day. <laughs> um, and yeah. Anyway, so Will and Grace. Yeah, I just thought it, first of all, you know, I, it was way too political for me. Alex Pinkus texted me and warned me. Yeah, it just that was, was the bad. same joke for thirty minutes. Yeah, and I get it, and it's a very topical show. It always has been. That is what it is. But it's like. Pulling up the Cheeto. Yeah. I mean, it has to be. And also you have to remember, they probably wrote that seven months ago, eight months ago. Totally. It's been sitting like in a can for months. 
So I've read all the reviews because you know when they do reviews for TV shows, they send like the first three or four episodes. Every single review said after the first episode, it gets better. Mm. So I'm just ho- holding out that. I'm going to watch, like I said, I'll watch every episode regardless. Sure. I'm not going to turn out or tune out. but um, <laughs> Or turn out. <laughs> or turn out. Um, but yeah, it was, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. They were all, they all looked great. It was fun. I thought they explained away the ending in a cute way. It just, yeah, it'll be better. I know it'll get better. I'll cross my fingers. Are you going to watch it? Um, if Patrick's watching it, I will not go out of my way to turn that on. Yeah. I'm trying to watch Halloween Wars on Food Network. <laughs> Is that like baking Christmas, cupcake Christmas Wars? <laughs> yeah. What's the one we watch? Holiday Baking Champions. When does that start? Not till December. November. Will you send me a text? <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about the saddest news of all time. What? Sex in the City 3. Which will also, I'll say now, is my goober. Sex Kim Cattrall specifically. Sex in the City 3 isn't happening. Yeah. As we've learned from uh, putting the pieces together this week, there was a script written for it by Michael Patrick King. Yeah. Who, that Sarah Jessica Parker said was an amazing script. Mm-hmm. That being said, Michael Patrick King wrote the second one. Right. And they also said it was an amazing script. Right. So, yes, so I'm going to just take that piece with a grain of salt. Kristen Davis then chimed in mm-hmm. and said that she read the second script, mm-hmm. the script, it was amazing, and that she's very disappointed that it will never be made. Mm-hmm. A lot About a week ago, the Daily Mail said that they were very close to shooting the third one. Yeah. And that Kim Cattrall said, I mean, and that they were being held up because Kim Cattrall had ridiculous pay demands select like uh her she wanted like a crazy trailer she wanted a bigger this and a bigger that she basically wanted to be treated like the star of the set and she responded to the article saying no the only thing she had said was that she was not interested in making a third one yeah so what that leads us to is that there is not a third sex in the city (laughs) because of kim cattrall totally she doesn't want to do it also, Cynthia Nixon, mm-hmm. now she's like running for election or something yeah. as the board on the street. Yeah. But when she was in that play, literally like a month ago, less than, maybe a month and some change ago, she was saying she was really hoping that it was about to happen. So that means in the last few weeks, literally, it has kiboshed. That's depressing. What makes me sad is that Kristen Davis tweeting like that and saying that like she wanted to thank everybody for sticking with it for all these years, that is like such a lid she's like she's putting a lid on like it will never exist (laughs) in my mind kill samantha make the movie oh yeah say she's off doing pr somewhere they're old women yeah i mean old in quotes like they're not old but like have her get hit by a car i don't care i will watch it just for sarah jessica parker's storyline yeah it's so it makes me so sad to know that that will never exist because of her or do you think it's all just a ploy I hope it is. I hope it's the biggest ploy of all time. I mean, they have teased it and pushed and whatever for years and yeah. years. But Sarah Jessica Parker is what makes me think it's not a ploy. Because mm. she's always said, it's going to happen. It's coming. We're working on it. We're talking about it. And for her to... I mean, it's so weird. Like, literally this year, she was saying, it's coming. We're working on it. And then for it to just all of a sudden be not happening. That's sad. It makes me so sad. Also, the ultimate issue with it is the second one is where they will leave off. Yeah. And the second one is just so not good. Right. 
it's not terrible. It's better than Flatliners, but like it just isn't what that show is. Yeah, it's such a poor representation of all of those women. We have bruises in the same exact spot. Blood Literally bars. the same exact and I have spot. Two here. I'm gonna go to my reunion. People don't think I got beat. We're like E.T. and Elliot. <laughs> she, I mean, that's first of all, the, the you said from the beginning that's why Sex and City ended exactly. In the first so she place. ended the show yeah. and she has ended the movies. <laughs> and for that, I will never forgive her. And the only reason she doesn't want to make another one is because she has botched her face in such a way. Also, so has Britney Spears and so has Mariah Carey. That picture has literally been haunting me. Mariah Carey looks like mashed potatoes, and you can quote me and put it into the universe. It is so bad. She looks like Play-Doh that got mushed with a thumb. It is so bad. I know. But Kim Cattrall, I'll never forgive you. No. If I see you, I'll spit on you. Yeah, you're my goober. Sorry, girl. Erica is our question of the week. She asks, should they either reboot, remake, or make a television series out of American Pie? My initial answer is no. It's none of the above. Simply because the last one, yeah. the reunion one, was not very good. I also will never forgive that they showed Jason Biggs Wiener. Because that was just something I never needed to have floating around in my consciousness. Um, I think that it is... If the only reason thing I, way I would say they could do it and it would not be weird would be if it was like an, an MTV kind of show. Because they could make that into that. But the thing is... But is it, what's the show? Did you watch American Pie? No. You never saw any of them? No. Oh, you should watch the first one. There's other ones you can forget about. The first one's actually like a good like... But well, I still... I, I wouldn't know like how would that exactly. ever live for let's say five seasons. Yeah. They could be like a Netflix thing. Where it's like one time. Like a series? Like a mini series? Yeah. But see like Wet Hot American Summer? That needed to be a one time thing. Yeah, I agree. They don't need to come back again. No. It's like who cared? Nobody cared enough the first time. Obviously somebody did, they made it again, but So my my answer would be no. I like the thought of all those people being together, but not enough for them to keep making them. Exactly. Maybe in like ten years. But no. Allison Hannigan is the most underrated human in the world though. Not really. She's rich as all get out. She was on Buffy, which ran forever, and she was on How I Met Your Mother, which ran forever. That's right. And she was in those movies and like the lead, so she was obviously getting paid good. Like she has had a good career. Yeah. But she's the redhead. Yeah. Good Love for her. On Buffy. You watched Buffy? Nope. Yeah. You watched How I Met Your Mother? No. Have you ever seen an episode? Nope. You really don't like sitcoms. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that'd be my answer. Not really. Likewise. Thank you so much, Erica. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Our, now your song of the week. Uh, mine is Heat Wave by Amber Mark.
is the song of the summer. Am I going to love it? Yeah, we just discovered it way too late. Maybe it's the song of the fall. There we go. What about you? Mine is I Made It by Fantasia Marino, featuring Tide Tribbett. from her CD that came out uh, late last year but I just the other day was listening to it all the way through and I really like it also her Christmas CD comes out next week which I won't listen to it yet maybe like two seconds of it also I listened to Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton's Christmas song uh-huh. just cause it came out and I wanted to hear I mean no they have a Christmas song out now. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. Christmas Eve, you have to think, they're only out for a couple months. So they, so they have to, to put it out immediately. That way, as soon as people start to think like, oh, I want Christmas, it's out. I didn't know Mariah Carey's song. What's it called? Oh, I want for Christmas is you. I didn't know that was an, her song. Hmm? An original Mariah Carey oh, yeah. song. I didn't know that. I know people always say it's a cover. I'm like, no, it's not. So, and that's like a standard now. Oh yeah, she is the only, there, yeah, the only other songs I can think of that are to that level, not to that level, nothing is to that level. Faith Hill, Where Are You Christmas, they play that religiously during Christmas, and Josh Groban's song from the Polar Express. That I can't even place. So in my meaning head right like now. standards that are like from people. Because like, that are, if you listen to the Christmas radio, yeah. there's it's like a hundred songs yeah. that they play. That Bing Crosby, you know, yeah. Bing Crosby, uh, Santa Baby. That's not a standard. That is to us though. <laughs> like there's, <laughs> I mean, there's like it literally. It's like and you have if you don't get in that groove of like songs, yeah. you will. It literally your CD comes and goes. Sure. You know how many people put out Christmases every year and they come and go. With original music? With original music. Every Christmas CD has like 10 covers and then like three originals. And those three originals always go... Wrapped in Red is incredible. Wrapped in Red... Well, see, <laughs> Kelly, they do play Underneath the Tree a lot. Yeah, that's good too. Every time I'm in the mall... Underneath the Tree! Under, every time I'm in the mall during Christmas, they're playing that mess. And we're so close to it. But her CD comes out the week before I usually listen to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably push it back a little bit. <laughs> I can't wait. It's it's officially the month. It's my birthday month. Yes. And it's Kelly Clarkson release month. Also, I may give you your birthday gift early. Like now? Yeah. 
Am I pregnant? No. <laughs> um, okay, finally your goober of the week. You've said yours. I also have another one. Okay. Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie. I totally disagree. Oh, we should have talked about that. It's like, the, that's the worst. I totally disagree. Luke Bryan is really funny and current. Maybe But not. they are not on the same level as Katy Perry whatsoever. No, they, but you have to understand they have to... Okay, first of all... people of the same caliber. When The Voice started... If that's your our reference point, mm-hmm. CeeLo Green has had two songs. Right, but it was... Christina Aguilera is the ultimate of has-beens. No. God rest... Name the last Christina Aguilera song you liked. I mean, Bionic. No. <laughs> Adam Levine was is A-list, and Blake Shelton was like a medium-sized country singer. That is the norm... That's normal in a piano... I mean, look at American Idol. They had Harry Connick Jr., but Lionel Richie seems washed up to me. Well, that's the they're going by a, like a, a smart formula, I think. They have a black guy, no shade, who is a legend. Even though washed up, you can't call... It doesn't call Aretha Franklin washed up. She she's, is. No, she's a living legend. <laughs> she had an amazing career for like 30 years that we will honor until we're dead. You don't call Diana Ross washed up. No. Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> Lionel Richie. I so just hate Aretha. Lionel, stop! I love her. Lionel Richie is a legend. Luke Bryan is first. Then they have a pop. I mean, a R and B guy in quotes. They have a country guy and they have a pop woman. Mm-hmm. And also, Katy Perry is. They're all kind of funny. They all have quirky personalities and are known for their like banter. I think it's a smart group of people. I don't like it now, but I'm sure I'll love it. Also, you have to realize they paid Katy Perry $20 million and they said they were trying to go cheap with the judges. So, you know, that means Luke Bryan is making like $5 million. Lionel Richie is making like $1 million. <laughs> but he said yes. What else is he doing? <laughs> that tour that me and your mother went to see. And he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And that's all I kept thinking is he was very, ask your mom, he was very funny during that concert. He talked and joked with the audience the whole time. Like Patty? Yeah. I wish they would have gotten Dolly Parton though. That would there been. was a rumor they were, they were getting her at the last minute. I would have pooped if they had announced Dolly Parton. Are they still filming it in LA? Live shows and everything? I think they're filming it at Disney World. The whole thing at Disney World. In Florida? Yeah. Um, no. We'll never also, go... please tell me my birthday gift is Will and Grace tickets. I'll flip off the bed. It isn't. <sighs> I know. It's, they're not open. I've been checking every day. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, my goober of the week is Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. Why? I, not really, but for real. They've got to cut the shticky stuff to get social media famous. Ellen does that and it pisses me off and her little extra show show is oh, so yeah. annoying. But them wearing beards and like having those like big balls that you jump in and like yeah. roll around in and doing like blow up obstacle courses and stuff like that it's like they're doing what like local newscasters should be doing to like get famous on youtube totally kelly ripa doesn't need to be doing that no it's embarrassing and it looks and i haven't watched a show but i follow ryan seacrest on instagram Mm -hmm. and literally every time he does it it like makes me go into hives that is so embarrassing you are a thousand percent above doing that kind of humor i agree it's like, you gotta, I understand their audience, no shade Alex, because I know you're listening and you love them, but like their audience is like middle-aged women who think that stuff is really funny, mm-hmm. but it just looks stupid. It dumbs down the show like five pegs. I completely agree. 
Also, they're getting beaten their time slot by Kelly Pickler and some guy. What do you mean? They have some show that got syndicated out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Kelly Pickler. It's called Ben and Pickler or something. Ben and Kelly or something like that. Huh? Or Ben and Pickler. I can't remember. And they're get they're beating out all these talk shows and getting picked up by all these stations. Go for her. Literally. That's the most money she's made in years. That's our podcast for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check us out outside of this, you can follow us on youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. I didn't do this week where you're looking forward to. What Sorry, are you looking forward to? I'm going home. My class reunion. My Your mom's birthday. getting married. Mom, my mom's birthday. Your dad's No, bir- I just messed up. My class reunion. My mom's getting married. My dad's birthday. My you- birthday. Are you seeing everybody? For my birthday, I think so. Robin? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Robin, you coming to my birthday? Vahid. Vahid. Jordan Estes? He's not in North Carolina. So? Have him fly in. <laughs> I start my new job tomorrow. Are you nervous? Actually, not at all. Wait, did I tell you Logan Paul flew Leanne Rhymes in a plane? Yes, you have dementia. <laughs> That's You're going to be great in your job. Can't wait. I'm excited. I'll tell you guys all about it next Will you week. text me during work? Duh, I can have my phone. Will you send me a Snapchat of your office? Duh. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us outside this podcast, you can follow us on youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell, on Instagram at Curry Terrell, at Adrian J. Gomez, on Twitter at Curry Terrell, at Yo Adrian J. Gomez, and on Facebook.com slash oh that's not it Ugh, geez that was so close facebook.com slash let's chat with curry <laughs> and if you want to email us your question you can email us at let's chat with curry <laughs> don't make me laugh let's chat with curry at gmail.com thank you so much for listening we hope you have a you also what? didn't talk about josie and the pussycats josie and the pussycats i've listened to that vinyl like four times already i should be embarrassed there you go we'll talk about it next time okay oh wait we will not have a podcast next week see you in never two weeks okay bye <laughs>